baby breathe. Well, let me tell you something, Manuel. I've been poor, I've been rich, I've been fat, I've been skinny, I've been old, I've been in the Hall of Fame, and one thing I can always tell you, the Clippers have always sucked. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to an edition of the Ball Street Journal podcast. We got a special, special episode today. It's usually me and Ashan, you know, we're usually just chopping it up here on uh, basketball talk and just the game and analysis, but we kind of decided to change it up today and just not talk about what happens on the NBA on the court, but also off the court. So I got Nishan here on the, on the line with me. What's up, man? Hey man, how's it going? Two pods in one week. We must, we must uh, not be professional because uh, we're probably not showing up to work right now. <laughs> we must be on the bench or we, they put us aside like Blake and Drummond. <laughs> we're about to get bought out, dude. <laughs> I know. I can't believe I think this has like got to be a record for us, two pods in one week. Uh, but before we get started, we've got to introduce our special guest that we got on today, our very good friend who we've known for 11 years now, since freshman year of undergrad. I can't believe it's been that long. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. I feel mad old now. But <laughs> <laughs> but someone that, you know, who we've enjoyed basketball with, uh, and like I said, not just on the court, but just what happens like off the court with NBA gossip, NBA fashion, and everything. So let me introduce a Portage High School alum, former basketball player, varsity player, Akaksha. What's up? Hi guys, thanks for having me and Ajay, you really nailed it with that intro. You caught me off guard. I was actually captain of the Portledge High School varsity team for oh, two man. years. Sold you short. Wow, all the tears, all the memories coming back. But yeah, wow, 11 years, yeah. long time. I think when I first met you guys, I was still more or less a Knicks fan. Uh, I think that's changed. <laughs> the, the loyalty's been. <laughs> you'll it come. was those four years. You'll those come back. Those four years you'll were really back. rough. Don't worry, you'll come back. I mean, your Knicks are looking solid. Uh, in their last game, they really gave it their all. So it's promising. But that's what always happens. The Knicks look promising, and then your heart just breaks. <laughs> okay. There's. Okay. Tibbs, Tibbs, gonna, Tibbs, Leon Rose, and then Nishant's boy, Julius Randle, bringing about a culture change. That's right. That's all you need. You, we said it last time, right? You get the culture change, then you get all the guys out of there once you get that super star. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But no, yeah, no, seriously, I, I, I remember, like, you used to wear that Portland High School jersey all the time in, uh, back in our... BU undergrad days and that's how I remember I was like oh yeah gotta give you that intro as a former I didn't realize you were the captain but well, definitely a former varsity player yeah you better uh, put some respect so on her name <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow that's so crazy I still have that jersey and I can't believe looking back I was that person in college that was obsessed with high school um, but good times yeah yeah the good well, old days but oh sorry what were you gonna say I was going to say, that's kind of like Paul Pierce, you know, Paul Pierce. <laughs> Seems like he's, he's still trying to live out his best life. Oh, man, that, that is what I call a segue. Uh, that was just like perfect. <laughs> you know, it's something I, we had to start off this pod with, like that happened last weekend. So I woke up like Saturday morning and, you know, scrolling through Twitter, just catching up on what happened the night before in the NBA with like 
all the scores and everything and I just see like Paul Pierce trending and everyone's like Paul Pierce like a legend Paul Pierce like he's gonna make a two hall of fame so <laughs> I was just like what and I was like what, what's happening so then I you know search Paul Pierce and then obviously the whole IG live video comes up he's at his house he's clearly high he's like he's like gone <laughs> he's like I don't know what what happened but uh he's got strippers at his place and like he's got some friends everything's crazy and you could just tell like man he's having a good time but you knew it wasn't going to end well like professionally for him as he got fired by ESPN but I mean I'll I start mean, with you Akaksha what do you think about that video Paul Pierce said laugh now cry later um I just thought again I missed it I was so caught up in like the KD drama with Michael Rapp report I was still getting over that and then I see it on Complex that this happened, like Paul Pierce went live and I was like, wow, I'm really late to the party that I'm seeing this on Complex because Twitter is so quick. Things happen on Twitter and if you don't know what's happening, you're long gone. But I saw the video, the video's also, he went live for 15 minutes and he's having this crazy party, like playing poker, all these exotic dancers in the back, not like one or two, like a whole group of them and I'm like, wait, we're still in a panorama. Like, did we just forget that this is still happening? His eyes look like he needs Visine. He needs to go to sleep. <laughs> like, he is just living his best life. And I was like, wait, thinking about it, like, these strippers signed NDAs. They got their phones taken away. Like, they didn't have access to any of that, right? Like, they're putting it all at risk. Like... And this guy's out here on IG Live, just like happy Passover, like talking about how he like, <laughs> like wants to do like BTS of an NBA player. And like, he's like, I'm going to start a YouTube page and like all this, and like have his own podcast. And I was like, bro, you have a great job on ESPN. But I was like 300 people person live and he risked it all. Also, he's married. And apparently it was his son's birthday, like that day. What a birthday party for his son. (laughs) I don't don't know how old his son is. I don't know how old his son is, but like a six-year-old kid walking into a room. (laughs) How did not a single one of those people in that room, I mean, they must have all been like just out of their minds, like either super drunk or high, but just like no one thought it was like a a bad idea that Paul Pierce should be going on IG Live and just stopping that video. Uh, but I think, Nishan, you, you were saying exactly. the same thing, right? Like, doesn't he have, like, a wife, a kid? Like, what's going on? Well, it's safe to say, you know, if we were in the bubble and everyone had, like, you know, their corners, they invited people after you got through a couple rounds, well, you know what that corner would look like for Paul Pierce. <laughs> not his mom, not his wife, not his son, not his daughter, but it'll be a bunch of strippers in the corner rooting for him. I mean, it looked like a party. It looked like everyone was enjoying themselves there. But what kind of blew my mind is that... um, Actually, two things kind of blew my mind. I did a little bit of investigating because I'm a girl and we all think we're like FBI agents on the low. And like you guys were saying, he's a married man. And like, okay, fine. Like, that's between you and your spouse. So I basically found his wife on Instagram and it was kind of hard. I had to... I looked up her name and then I couldn't find her IG and then I went to who he was following and I just 
I think her name's like Juliet or something like that. Couldn't find it. I just typed in J and then scrolled through like 30 people and then found her IG handle because she has the last name Pierce in it. And her Instagram bio says single AF. Oh, shit. <laughs> and there's one photo of her. Like it's like a selfie with sunglasses on and she has like a drink. And then you have like Candace Parker like commenting on it and it's like hearts and fire emojis. And then you have Callie Curry, Austin River sister um, slash Seth Curry's wife. Same thing, like fire, like fire emojis, hearts. Like I was like, oh wow. Oh, this so is, maybe I can't maybe believe this, I just found this. Maybe this was his like, you know how people have bachelor parties before they get married. This was his like unbachelor party, meaning he went from married <laughs> to single. It was, it was wild. I don't think we've ever seen anything like that in, in any player. Like I, I was, feel like yes, they do their own thing off the court, but it's not on social media. Yeah, it's not this that public. Like, <laughs> this is like we all got invited. To, I was talking to a Jay and I was saying how like the older generation of basketball players are like so bad with social media because they didn't grow up with it. Like you know, Paul Pierce, KD, they like all suck, man. Like just they should just do their best to stay off of it because they're really just hurting themselves when they do it but like this younger generation they're so much better at handling it because they like grew up with it but like i think i think uh paul pierce like what like he just he doesn't know he's like oh i'm gonna go on there but he didn't didn't realize that disney is like the tries to be the most like they want to find any reason to fire you because there's like 100 people that want to work there in espn so I'm glad he had a yeah, good night, but, but I'm sure he's regretting it now. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, when I'm um, like one day when like you know we got the news that he was like fired or they said terminated his contract, whatever. Basically, he was done with ESPN, and then it looked <laughs> like he didn't even care. Like he he was back on. Like he posted an Insta story, and it was just like him like smiling and laughing, and he's just like I like don't give don't like I don't give a fuck like whatever like no worries like it just like he didn't even care. I mean. We all know he was never in the media for like money. Like he made enough money like in his playing career. Oh, definitely. But it looked like he didn't even care. But it looked like that was the end of his like personal life and professional life that night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is taking fun employment to a whole new <laughs> new level. I heard he's getting offers. Again, I saw this on Complex that he's getting offers from like adult media companies to like host this NBA show with like exotic dancers and I'm just like oh my god but I was like looking at the comment section and people are like why is everyone getting so mad but again to the point that Nishant was talking about he works for Disney and Disney has you know like they're super professional and well it's like you don't don't, uphold you don't want to put Pixar next to you know some kids going in to watch a Pixar movie in the movie theaters (laughs) and Paul and Paul Pierce's IG comes on (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, man crazy the funniest part crazy. was like like akaksha was saying like just that earlier week like we had like the whole kd and Rappaport situation and we could even like talk about that before like we get another thing with like this paul pierce like video and it just shows how right. like the nba is like truly undefeated with like producing moments like this with like not just the current players the fact that all these like older players and retired players still stay in the media or on social media they just like keep producing moments even after they retire and it's just like like unbelievable content i'm so yeah. thankful i'm so thankful because this is the time of the dog days of the nba where like you know some teams are dogging it just trying to make it to the playoffs there's injuries 
you know, the the um, the trade deadline has passed. Buyout market is getting kind of cold. So I'm really excited. I'm really happy that we got some news that we could talk about and something that we can some content that we can consume to have a lot of fun with uh, what the NBA is. I never really thought that it would be Paul Paul Pierce. Uh, I never really thought he'd he'd come out there and uh, and and grace and grace and grace us with this marvelous video that was forever going to be remembered. What what do you guys think is going to be remembered more? This uh, IG live or 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 his championship his first Shitting championship his pants. run. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Bo- both are both are legendary, but I think this is just so crazy. Like, right? Like, no one, no one was expecting this. It was like a holiday weekend, and like this guy is just like, I'm at Club Paul Pierce, and we are getting lit. And come join. And, I was like, okay. and the funny part was he was just named the Hall of Fame finalist that week. <laughs> and can you imagine now when he gives his Hall of Fame speech, like this is what he's gonna be known for, like with it. When he's there, I'm giving that speech. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, like when the Celtics Big Three was a thing, I was never a huge The Truth guy. Like I I was more of like a Ray Allen, like, you know, and like KG was also like, he was a lot. But yeah, The Truth, (laughs) The Truth came out. It's out now. What a name, The Truth. It's safe to say, I mean, like, I, I bet, I bet this kind of stuff happens all the time. It just sucks when you're, when you're a guy who retired but stayed in the limelight. Like, if he had just never been on ESPN and sort of just like went on and lived his own life and had something like this happen, it probably wouldn't have been this big news. But like, he's this guy that comes on ESPN. He's always like talking shit, acting like he like knows what's best. Like he's he was the greatest NBA player of all time. And and little and little did we know he he was he was good on the court, but he was even better in the clubs. But I think that's so. Like, I think that's so crazy because we always talk about, like, James Harden and, like, all the jokes about, like, how he, like, loves strippers and, like, whatever he does in his pastime. Like, that's fine, but, like, we've never had a preview to it. It's always speculation or it's always, like, hearsay or I have this account that I follow on Instagram. It's called Demois and they basically send blind, blind items. And it's just, like, always fun to kind of, like, see what these NBA players are doing, like, off the court, but to see it live again, yeah, that was just, my mind was blown. <laughs> and it wasn't even, like, caught up by, like, someone else's camera, like, it was his own account, like, he was, like, choosing yeah. to put this out there. <laughs> so, so crazy, but that's what I love about basketball, like, I feel like, I don't know, like, I guess this adds to the culture in a weird way, but... <laughs> For Social the media, thank you. For he did it for the culture, that's for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Paul Pierce, yeah. for taking one for the team. <laughs> yep. yep. No, but I think yeah, Michelle, you're right. Like this is definitely not a unique experience what Paul Pierce had. It's just that we just happen to know, like, see it. But I'm sure this is like a very common thing that goes on, like with the other NBA players' houses, like on the Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, yeah, we were talking like, about. I- we were like. We were talking about if Lou if Lou Williams got traded to any other team, do you think he would have stayed or do you think he would have retired? And we said he's retired. going to Atlanta. He's gonna have his lemon lemon pepper chicken. Magic and City. That's all he wants. Yeah. Magic City. Good for him. Oh man, but you know that 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 was just like a great experience. But you know the the other thing about the NBA that it really showcases, and you know the whether it's the players or the teams or the NBA as a whole, that they don't really 
I feel like compared to other leagues, they don't really try to hide their players. Like, you know, they, it's unlike like football where players are wearing helmets on the, on the field. Like you don't really know who the, how their faces look. The NBA really doesn't hide their players. And one of the things that's become really popular for the NBA is like the fashion um, and what players are wearing to the games and like post game. And it's like a really, there used to be this like dress code back in like the mid 2000s where like everyone had yeah. to like wear suits and stuff. And I feel like in the early 2000s, like players just like kind of dropped that. And it was just like, they really put that in place because Allen Iverson used to come in like wearing like do rags and like, <laughs> like <laughs> straight like gangster clothes. But like they, the players now like kind of do a good job of like being able to showcase their fashion, but still like. I guess that dress code doesn't really exist <laughs> considering what players like Russell Westbrook wear. But, you know, this is something that I feel like me and you accomplish, especially like me, like always any like players like fashion and like what they're wearing and yeah. stuff. I got to yeah. bring up this one player right away off the bat and that's Kuz, right? Kyle Kuzma, who really mm-hmm. put, puts himself out there with like what he's wearing. And sometimes he like hits, sometimes he misses. But I know recently you've been like not a fan of his, right? Really? I mean, this is the thing that I like about Kuz. Again, like, I love, uh, like, his whole story, and he's so humble even when he speaks and stuff, and he, you can tell he's worked really hard for, from, like, where he's come and everything. I think the first few years he was dressing really well, but now I think it's just a little over the top. Like, I think a little bit of that LA flair has, like, really gotten into him, and I just feel like he's just doing the most. Like, it's just not, like, a cohesive look, in my opinion. I thought before, like, I mean, he was getting a lot of attention, like, being invited to different, um, like, magazines and having photo shoots and things like that. But now I just feel like he knows he's stylish, but I think he's getting a little too, like, crazy. Like, he wore, like, I think the shoes are too much. He's getting, like, these whole looks from these fashion houses and just... Yeah, I think it's just a lot. I think he needs to pull back a little. He's like a young guy. He's a good looking guy. But I don't know, Kuz. I might hit that unfollow button soon. Oh. Um, but that's just my that's just my opinion. Um, but yeah, as you were saying, I feel like it's really crazy looking at how they like put this whole dress code in. And I feel like after they put the dress code in, like all these guys are wearing like three-piece suits and like nice shoes and like looking super, super like really really professional like you were like wait is that my lawyer or is that an NBA player you know what I mean like um where I feel like now it's like a lot more lax and again I feel like it's so part of the culture um it has a term actually it's called the tunnel walk and they basically made this thing into like their own little runway it's like their own little red carpet before every game and I think it's really, really cool. And I think a lot of these young guys like Jordan Clarkson is like super into it. Kelly Ubre Jr. is super into it. But my favorite has to be Russell Westbrook, which I feel like a lot of guys think he's just like all over the place. But I think he just has like a natural like flair to it. Like he just knows what looks good. But I also think it's like him and as as an athlete, if you've ever seen him in person, he is just like so chiseled. He looks like a Greek god. He has like glowing skin and like he puts clothes on and it just looks so good on him. Like I'm like, he has this one outfit, which is like super famous and everyone kind of shot on him for it. It's like, it literally (laughs) looks like he's wearing like 
a sweater with like these massive holes in it and it's like super cut up but I'm like you're the only guy like does it look bad yes but he can kind of pull it off <laughs> yeah just because yeah. of like his swagger his confidence his energy like I don't know I think it's it's really cool and he also like has his own collection um he dropped like men's clothing women's clothing kids clothing and I've been trying to get my hands on it like on this one hoodie but it just keeps on selling out and it's really good quality and it's affordable like a hundred dollars for a hoodie like yes it's pricey but the design is so different it's wearable but like unique and Russ made it like does, I think I think that's so cool does he have like the the crosswalk like tea penny thing that he wore that one time where he like literally just walked in it looked like it was when I was in elementary school the crosswalk was like telling me to go do you guys remember <laughs> that one yeah, <laughs> did, yeah. was that the one where it said like team photographer or something oh no that was a yeah, different so, one. Oh, never mind so so he did something like that, and then the one that Nishan's talking about, it's like the construction worker vest. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. And there's like, yeah, there's like a story behind it. So basically, like, I think he like went to Japan or something, and he like saw people like wearing that, and he got like really inspired, and he's like, I dressed through my travels and like what I see and stuff. So he came back, and he was like, that's the outfit. That's what I'm going to wear. <laughs> Hopefully that's on his website. I would buy that. So the stuff on his website, like, he's created. Like, I think that those were, like, other designers. But, like, oh. the, you could wear the stuff on his website. Like, he has, like, these bandana shorts and, like, you know, like, these cool graphic tees. Like, you'd look fly. You would look really cool. <laughs> the thing well, is, like, like you said, like, I, you got, you, you got to have the confidence of Russ. Exactly. Yeah. The confidence yeah. that he has is, like, unmatched to, like, pull these off and, like, just not be, like, it's, like, whatever. I'm going to wear what I want to wear. Yeah, and I feel like guys get really, like, no offense, men's clothing can get super mundane, and I feel like guys can just, like, wear the same thing in different colors, and they're like, yeah, that's cool. But I think what I love about, like, this basketball streetwear culture is, like, they kind of bring some more, like, feminine touches. Like, now you see guys, like, bringing handbags or, like, you know, like, what are they? Like, those crossbodies. I'm forgetting the name, but... You know, it's just like these different accessories and stuff, and it's it's cool. I mean, Jordan Clarkson took it a little too far the other day. He kind of looked like he was, um, I don't know what he was doing, but you know how like he was wearing like a headscarf, like tied. Um, you know how like the people and like the, the like the women in like the '60s and '70s, oh, like, yeah, 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 before getting in a car, they'd like tie their hair with a headscarf so their hair wouldn't go over the place, and he walked in like that, and I was like, oh, I didn't catch that okay. look. Oh my god, I can't believe that's what he wore. Yeah, I mean the look was cool, but it was just like the hair accessory. I don't think that was necessary, but <laughs> do what makes you confident. I feel like again, like they dress that way because they feel confident, and like who doesn't want to feel confident before a game? Exactly. Totally. Uh, the, but when the, you look good, the person that really good. caught my eye the other day was like, I don't know if you guys got caught Serge Ibaka's look from like, uh, oh my god, a couple of days ago. I don't even know what he was wearing. Like, how do you describe it? Like, I can't even tell. I even I was so confused. I saw that, and he's, I think, one of those guys that also like has a very unique sense of dressing. Like, once he wore that huge chunky scarf, and I'm like, okay, you play in Toronto, I get it. Like. But come on, you don't need a scarf that big. Well, what, what did he, he say last year? <laughs> oh, he had that he famous a... line, right? When he was talking to like, oh, yeah, he's OG like, I am movie. fashion or something. Yeah, he's like, I am fashion or something like that. So I, yeah, I think he made another comment the other night after wearing the outfit Ajay's referring to. To me, it looked like a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I was, 
<laughs> it looked like a picnic blanket. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I'm about the comfort, but uh, yeah, it was just such an interesting look. Uh, I, I think he said something about how his fashion is art. And I was like, you're not Van Gogh. But, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He said something like, I don't do fashion, I do art or something I do art. like that. Oh, yeah, that's it, that's it, yeah. that's it. Damn. Yeah. So, I, I like... But again... Sorry, go on. I was going to say, I, I like that because of the ability for them to do what they want and with their fashion, like, every year, pretty much every year, like, I look out for the Halloween day. I feel like everyone gets really into it, and now they can dress how they want. And I remember the, the best was, like, JJ uh, Reddick walked in. He wore like the same thing, like a Lego, like yeah. a Lego man would look like. And I was like, "This is wild!" Yeah. Like I, I didn't even know it was him until like later on when like he like took it off. <laughs> yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. They're so quirky and they kind of like have fun with it and stuff. And again, like going back to when they put that, you know, that dress code in to kind of limit these guys, and now it's like the complete opposite. I feel like even the NBA enjoys it. You know, like. And like even the commentators, like Charles and Shaq, they, they're all like, "Oh man, what is he wearing? What's going on?" I mean, it's a way do they, like the NBA do they have like, designers? Like, Self-promotes. Oh, sorry, what were you saying? I was saying like, do they have like some? Per- is there like is there a profession like some person just like dresses these NBA players for this? Like, because you know, like when you have fashion shows or whatever, there's designers that make it exclusively for the for the fashion show itself mm-hmm. like do they have someone who's like yo russ like you're gonna wear this today or like maybe not russ russ because he has a lot of sense of fashion himself but like i don't know i feel like some players probably need that i mean they don't want to come out and look like dirk and tim duncan when they came into the nba right so <laughs> i mean tim duncan was just in a league of his own with his outfits <laughs> back in the day like they're just iconic but like different type of iconic but yeah a lot of these guys have stylists and i think they've been very very public about it um, cause there's so, they have so many games, um, so they need to like create all their looks and stuff. So yeah, it's an actual profession and stuff. And a few of them are really, are really famous now. So, and they're the ones that like pull them looks from like Paris fashion week and stuff. And they actually even get them invites to these really big fashion shows. So it's kind of cool. Like how they're like, you know, two different worlds, two different industries. And again, for the culture. <laughs> I think like pretty much like most of these top players now they have like a stylist and they have like their own chef own like pretty much like everything's like they like they got their own trainer like in addition to like the team trainer it's just like very personalized for each player um, and I think part of the stylist is definitely like one of the things that pretty much all the top players have now. I mean I feel like all of them have it like I was looking at Ace like AC's style the other day and I was like oh you're looking kind of clean like it's very simple like it's not blingy it's not a lot of patterns and a lot of textures it's like very simple but very clean like he kind of reminds me of like Kevin Love back which, in the day which like player? Okay. Uh, um, Alex Crusoe, oh. sorry, I go by AC, you know, <laughs> Russo, baby goat. Just so our listeners yeah, know, Jay didn't even, a Jay didn't even, well, I no, definitely no, didn't I, get that. I thought that's who she was referring to. I wanted to make sure I'm not, <laughs> well, you know, LeBron refers to him as goat, so. That's yeah. What we, that's what we Laker Nation call him, goat. <laughs> I mean, I'm not part of the Laker Nation, but I do respect what he did for them last year. I mean, he's like, same, uh, he's really embraced like his, uh, his baldness. Like, I feel like he's like, he's like, hey, I'm a bald white guy. I'm gonna embrace it. Cause this is like pretty unique. There's not that many of me like in the NBA, like a balding white guy. And he's like really yeah. embraced it, gone with it. 
I wonder if yeah, I, mean, I wonder not... if. Go ahead. No, no, go on, go on. Sorry. I was gonna say I, I was just gonna make a joke. I was saying I wonder if LeBron calls him the goat because LeBron can't, you know, can't can't have the. Can't, he, he's he's Pull afraid of balding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Bron had to go bring the hairline back, and Caruso just embraced balding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. I can't see LeBron being bald though. Like. I just, I just don't see it. Like Kobe, MJ, like those guys could really pull it off, but I don't think LeBron can do it. No offense, you know. If you're listening, LeBron, I'm it. sorry. <laughs> no, I couldn't see it either. Like I think it was maybe if he still had the headband on, he could maybe do it. But now he ditched the headband too, and it's like I don't know if he could do that. But yeah, I feel like again, like with like the way that they dress and stuff, it's all a part of. The basketball lifestyle like you have to drink cool wines you have to be up with like the books and you have to like you know like you know keep up with your appearances like at the end of the day like these guys are competitive guys in every aspect of life and i feel like they're kind of competitive with like their dressing sense too so it's yeah. definitely cool to watch it's like who's pulling off like the coolest looks and like getting that into pick that's like gonna hit the most likes and everything yeah, I was actually listening to um, Kevin Durant's podcast earlier today with Draymond Green, and these guys were calling like the younger kids how they're so soft and how all they care about are like their Instagram feeds now. And I was like, wait, he's kind of right because all their Instagram pics are these tunnel runway photos. Damn. Yeah, I feel like every Laker player has this picture of like the like the Laker logo in the back and them and like that. I, I didn't even realize it's called like the tunnel walk. That's something I learned today. So I guess that's what it's yeah. called. Like it's like a perfect like Lakers like the the background and then they all get that picture of them like in their yeah. outfit. Yeah, but it's like also again fun to watch. Like I remember uh, the Cavs in the playoffs. Like LeBron gifted all of them like custom made suits and they looked cool. Like they looked like they were gonna win the game. They didn't end up winning the game. <laughs> Thanks to JR. <laughs> it, was, it was like Tom Ford suits, right? I think. It was like they all um, got them all Tom Ford. I'm not sure. That's incredible if they were. But any custom suit from LeBron James, like, I'd, I'd take one. Oh, but I got to ask you this, though. What did you think of the suit shorts look, though, that year? No. That was... <laughs> I lost so much respect for him. And... There were two things that made it really bad. Like, waist up, he looked clean. He looked so good. But then it was the shorts, and then it was the socks, and then it was his calves. Like, his super muscular, lean calves were bulging and stuff getting being suffocated by his socks, which were hiked up way too high. And I was <laughs> like, oh, man, LeBron. I'll be props to him for, for still choosing to wear that after like that devastating loss where JR forgot the score. He's still like, oh man, I'm still going to put this look on and speak with the media. I mean, maybe LeBron forgot his pants. <laughs> <laughs> JR, <laughs> you know? He pulled a Michael Beasley. <laughs> but yeah, Nish, what about you? I know like, you know... You're not like super into this type of stuff, but like you love watching it. Like, who do you think is super trendy? I, I, w- I would. Who said, do you like? I would have said Westbrook. Seeing. I think. I think the thing is his. Uh, first off, I think that I. Re- I really, even though I'm not big into fashion myself, like I really appreciate that the NBA has made 
like this a production like you two and even when you go to a game in person like now you get to go see like Steph Curry doing his tunnel shot you know you get to do all, you get to see all these things and when you're watching on TV it's the same thing there's like the pregame show but the pregame show is great and like especially when it's the TNT crew but really you get to see all these players coming in and and it's becoming like you guys said iconic and it's like seeing how much effort they're putting into not just their game but like everything about them like making themselves their its own product is kind of cool and i have to give it to a lot of the players and you can see that some players stay famous not because of like or they get more publicity than others not because they're better on the court but because they have like a sense of fashion and it's like a way of like Kuzma like he's on the Lakers so he's obviously going to get some baseline publicity but it's really nice that he is sort of distinguishing himself from let's say RJ Barrett right you don't really see RJ Barrett all the time because he's yeah. like dresses nor- like dresses quote unquote normally he's not like really putting himself self out there but Kuz is getting all these followers because he's like taking risks and I think that's kind of cool uh, my, my, oh. fav- my favorite is Russ only because you literally never know what he's going to... Someday he's going to come in with, like, his chest showing. And then the next day he's going to come in with a suit where, like, his face is covered. Like, you never know what Russ is going to come with. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, but even, like, I think we should give James Harden some props. Like, the whole beard. It's, like, so iconic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if James Harden didn't have the beard, would it, again, he create that brand for himself. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, it's smart you're right it's smart on their part to like you know kind of get into these things i mean there's a reason why he's got the nickname the beard and you know ad has the nickname the brow like even what was it was it two years ago on april fool's day where ad like april fools everyone and said he shaved his eyebrows like he knows it's such a big part of him and that's i think i think even like facial hair and you know like is, is part of their look and it's part of their fashion and i gotta appreciate how much these guys like even LeBron you've seen the evolution of LeBron and his beard and as time has gone on he's had less hair on his the top of his head and more hair on his beard <laughs> but I but I, I sometimes I say I don't really like it but I kind of dig it yeah it looks tough right like I mean this man already looks so intimidating add a few more inches to his beard and he looks even scared like yeah just go right through do your thing <laughs> but yeah it's really cool to see and I mean again with Russ like he's just had his brand is actually really cool so if you guys do want to check it out like I'll send I didn't even realize he had like a whole like web page and everything I gotta I gotta see what he's got on there now uh but you know one thing I I I was thinking like we were talking about Coos right and I think some on top of being a Laker and I think that definitely helps because it's like the largest fan base and you get all these followers and everything what also has been helping him out and a lot of these NBA players is they have famous like girlfriends or like yeah. wives or girlfriends like who are yeah, models. Wags. wags, right? Like and it's I think it's really I remember hearing this term first with like soccer players and like because they all like these European soccer players all used to date like these models and actresses and like it's really come on to the NBA now. Uh, especially when these players date someone like a famous model, like say for Kuz, right? He's dating Winnie Harlow, who's like a, a model yeah. who's got like 13 million followers on Instagram. And now when she posts pictures of her, on her, of Kuz, like she's like, oh, my boyfriend Kuz or whatever, right? Now that's like, like that's also helping him gain like a following. And I think it's clout. really- Yeah, clout. <laughs> As the young kids say these days. <laughs> but I you know, I think that really helps. Like, and Kuz is like doing it 
he like he knows he's like he signed with Puma. He's got like a famous girlfriend. He's a Laker. Like he's got like he's not like a great basketball player, objectively saying, but like he's got everything else that really helps his like um, his brand build up. But and it, it's just not unique to him. We've seen like other NBA players like you know have famous wives, girlfriends, and like you know mm-hmm. really help up their pump up their brand. But and we we follow this pretty closely, I, I would say, because like we see them on their instas. But I think I'm gonna ask you guys, like I guess I can start with you, Kamsha. But what are some of your favorite wags out there? Um, I have a few wags, but I think my favorite OG wag might catch you guys a little off guard. She's kind of been a wag for a while, and I have a feeling Nishant's really gonna appreciate um, <laughs> Lala, who I'm about to name drop. Um, but I just really like her. I'll let you guys guess. I actually just really like her because her and her husband kind of came up more or less at the same time. And Arsa Pippen. She... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The question I is: mean, Is she a wag? Up. Is she a wag? Is she a wag for Scotty or is she a is she a wag for uh for Malik Mike, Beasley? Uh, Malik Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> That's TBD, but I I think they broke up actually. Update, I think they're broken up. Oh no. But um going back to my wag, she's just like she's an actress. She was um she's a mother. She has some really influential friends and she was in Drake's music video. Um and I would say in his prime, he's a top 10, he was a top 10 basketball player. I mean, he still plays. Um and uh, I mean, Nishant my, used to really, my guess really was like La- him back in the day. My guess is Lala. Yeah, no, I, I, I actually really genuinely like her and I just feel like she's such a supportive person. Um, I follow her social media for a while and she's also from New York. So that's also, I mean, maybe that's why I'm a little more connected to her. But she just seems so down to earth, such a good person. When Kobe passed away, she went and stayed with Vanessa Bryan. Like, you know, you don't really hear of wags doing that. Like, you feel like they're so invested in their own lives. And Lala's like, she was on Power for a long time. She's been in movies. Like, you know, she has a son and like, it looks like he's gonna go, you know, hopefully play basketball. And even with like the rumor mills going around about how like maybe Carmella might have cheated on her, like, she showed she showed up to his game like the first game i think as a blazer she was there and like there's like a clip of them and she's like her sons are on facetime and he's waving to mellow and it's just like dude just seeing stuff like that like you know respect like you know like you have this glamorous lifestyle but you also just seem like such a genuine good person so she's my favorite i really like her she's totally up for 38 there's a time where I thought they were going to split, right? Like Mellow and uh, her, but they were like yep. reconciled or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think they're, they're still married, I think. I mean, I don't see them posting each other on their social medias like that because, again, I think they all just like have really busy lives and stuff. And even to see Mellow, like what he's done and stuff, like in the last few years is really impressive. Um, but she's 38. She looks like such a babe. She's a mother. Like, you know, she's just like seems like she's doing it all and just like such a sweet person so i'm a huge fan i really like her <laughs> she's got it all i feel like ajay yeah i feel like ajay wasn't expecting this ajay was definitely expecting like a juicier like person no, that was. i was gonna say <laughs> that was ajay wanted kendall 
No, I think we specifically said, like, let's not discuss our answers before. So it's, like, more, like, surprising just, like, on, live on the pod. Uh, yeah. That was one. Who, who's yours, Sashant? I think similar. I maybe maybe uh, maybe we're softies as we get older. I want to say I want to say this. I want to say the juicy ones. You know, like the I want to say the 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 Khloe Kardashians and the Kendall Jenners. But I think my my favorite one, especially because similar to to Lala and Melo, you know, Wade and Gabby. I feel like Gabrielle yeah. Union similar. Like she she's she's such a powerhouse herself. Like they're such a power couple, and. Uh, I think I think about them a little bit more than I do Lala and Melo only because they have commercials together. They have like videos together. There's all the things that they do in terms of activism for for Wade's um, Wade's kids. And so, yeah, I, I really like Gabby. She's a uh, she's super supportive of everything he was doing, like in his last season in the NBA and when he was doing his like parade around the NBA, like his his last tour and. I I like her movies, so that maybe maybe that's why I'm a little sucker for uh, sucker for her. But that that's who I would say. I think I think Gabrielle Union. They they look like they're just as much in love now as they were when they probably first met. Yeah. No. That's wow. That's super super scenting, Ashan. But I know. yeah. No. I think that's a great couple. I was thinking about them too, but I don't know. Just like this New York connection, and like when Mello was in New York, and like you know Lala's from New York and stuff. So yeah. it's like. To resonate it a little bit more. Yeah. What about you, Ajay? Ajay's gonna be like Paul George's Paul George's stripper girlfriend. <laughs> no, I just thought about the story like really quick with like Lala and like the time that Melo was about to throw hands with KG. Because like you guys remember that in that play? Are you not serious? Yeah. <laughs> KG like talked about Melo's wife and like Melo was like showed up at the Celtics bus. Oh man, that was like a great playoff moment. Uh, I just that about is it. when I wish Paul Pierce went live. Like, Paul Pierce, <laughs> why could you not go live? He didn't have IG back then. <laughs> oh, like, man. can we go back in time? And, like, you know, like, I want to see that live. Oh, man. I just, like, when we're talking about Lala, I, I just thought about that story. I was like, oh, man. When, like, I can't believe... That's still, like, a amazing, like... Like, Mel was someone, yeah. like, who's not just, like he backs it up like he actually showed up at the celtics like boss and was ready to like fight he wasn't just like like one of those fake tough guys like he was ready to actually like, throw hands yeah real new yeah. yorker <laughs> yeah no that was that was wild i mean there's also other wags like recently i really like jordan woods she's dating cat and they seem like to have like a super genuine relationship um cat unfortunately lost like his mother to covid yeah. and a lot of other family members and she actually lost her father at a really young age to cancer, I'm pretty sure. And it's just like, you can just see that they're like connecting and they're also so young. So, I mean, I wish them well and I hope they last because they look really cute together. Oh, wow. I didn't so. know. I didn't know Kat was dating her. Okay. Oh, wow. Wow. I feel like I dropped a Woj bomb. But- <laughs> right there. I was going to say, I didn't know that either. <laughs> no, I just feel like with Kat, like you said, this whole year or this past year has just been like, we've only heard like the the tragedies in his life and it's been so sad so it's like nice that he actually does he's found someone or he like has someone like uh that he's dating and like hopefully they're they work out uh um, yeah other wags i mean i have his wag story and i'll tell you guys that in a bit but um i think because like social media and basketball kind of like go hand in hand now like and now tiktok's blowing up um miles leonard's wife actually 
she was like one of the first people I followed on TikTok and it was kind of cool. She'd do these like a day in the life of the NBA wife, but like as a joke because people think that like they do nothing. And she kind of like wanted to just kind of do a more like BTS of what it's like. And I mean, their life seems really cool and she seems like a super hardworking girl and everything. And um, she was like talking about how Miles had like one of his best games in the playoffs against the Warriors and they lost game seven and then like they were like yeah we're going to LA for like off season to train and stuff and he found out like on Twitter that he got traded oh, and like man. she had she had like no idea because she was at Soho House in LA and like you're not allowed to use your phones there so like she had no idea that all oh, this was happening and that's like they were moving to Miami but also in like real time like the whole drama with Miles happened when he was like live streaming and stuff and I remember watching her TikTok that that day and she was like Miles has been in that room like playing video games for like so many hours and she kind of was just like she like took a little video of it and then like so crazy to hear that like hours later like what had happened in the stream and stuff and now her content's like a little different like she obviously took some time off and you know educated herself and apologized and but it was kind of crazy to see like she was getting so much hate for something she had no control over but just because she's related to that person like it just comes with the territory yeah oh, i mean I, I, oh her I, name's ellie i think her name's ellie ellie leonard on tiktok if anyone wants to go peep but she's cute she's really cute and she's been with him for such a long time and I know she was talking that 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 TikTok or that Insta that you're talking about. I think that was when she was talking about how like she'd been working to open up some business and I, or maybe this was posted after he got traded. But like they were talking about how they're going to have to be apart. And she just was thinking about opening up, a, opening up a business before I think before he got traded to the heat. And it was it was uh, it's pretty it's pretty crazy how like they everyone thinks about the basketball players and what they do on and off the court but like their significant others are deeply impacted by what they do what they do and like you said she had no control over anything that he did and obviously he made he he did something that's inexcusable and even if it's ignorant uh, and he didn't know about it, it's inexcusable and unfortunately they're sort of paying the ramifications of that now especially because he's like yeah. an ex- he's an expendable player like you saw kd and all of the things that he said but kd is ultimately a face of the franchise and he's not going to get traded or cut but Myers Leonard unfortunately isn't as talented yeah but I mean also I don't think KD made any racist remarks right um not defending what KD did or said but I I don't know yeah I I, 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 I think that's a great way to look at it if that same language was used by like a lesser player I think the ramifications would have definitely been way different uh-huh. it wouldn't have just been like a, a slap on the on the wrist or like a fine or whatever i think it would have definitely been like way different if like a, a player of lesser caliber than kd was found like publicly using that language um yeah but uh I mean, Jay, going we, we gotta to know what... oh sorry i was gonna say Jay, oh, at some point well, we gotta know who your wag is all, you know my all-time favorite it's always it's got to be vanessa bryant um you know just predictable <laughs> but but i think vanessa and obviously savannah with uh with braun those are like just like uh my all-time favorites but i think we can't have a wag conversation not talk about i know we already talked about one of our favorites larsa but you know we can't talk <laughs> not talk about kendall uh and, and in a wag conversation 
And I was just thinking about like, man, it's pretty. She clearly has a type, right? Like, so she's dated Blake. She's dated uh, Jordan Clarkson. She's dated Ben Simmons. Oh, yeah. And now like she's with Book. And I was just like, man, she really loves her ball players. Uh, I think like it seems like it's going pretty well with her and Book. But I was just thinking about how it must be with all these NBA players. And it's like when they all like have like had the same uh, dated this one girl, Blake Griffin, Booker, Simmons, and like Jordan Clarkson. And I think there was like a game like earlier in the year, and it was like the Sixers versus Suns. And yeah, uh, like Ben Simmons like drained his, I mean sorry, Book drained like a 30 footer in like Ben Simmons's face, and you could tell he was like talking some shit. And uh, you know, like he, they were definitely like having a conversation about like how he's like dating his ex or whatever now. <laughs> oh man. Oh, but. easily. But this is gonna sound crazy, and this just popped into my mind. But like, do you think she knows about like specific plays and like how to cover certain players and like how to <laughs> cover like who on what team? Because she's like had so many boyfriends. I mean, good for her. Like, she's so pretty. And she's young, so just like, you know, like live your life. But I wonder if she has intel or, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, like, I know what play they're gonna run. The next movie, Moneyball, Kendall Jenner edition. (laughs) Book's like, yo, let me know, let me get the playbook. (laughs) I mean, they look good together, and I think they, they started dating during COVID, which is interesting, but like, yeah, their Instagram pictures and stuff look really cool, and I think they have they have dogs and stuff, so they share some common interests. I mean, her common interest is definitely basketball. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think Book had like Book's like uh, he's really coming along now. He's like getting famous because he's like his team is finally like doing really well. Like they got Chris Paul, and like they're doing really well. Like the Suns are like almost like first in the West. So in like professionally, he's doing really well. And now that he's dating Kendall, like kind of what we're talking about before, like when like your professional career and then like you've got like personal stuff like that's like helping build your brand. I feel like books are like really coming along. And he had like one of oh. the all time great lines. And you know, <laughs> last year, and I loved it when he said, I don't shoot to miss. And I was just like, oh man, book. And this is like right after like he like commented on one, one of Kendall Jenner's uh, like photos last year, I think right before they started dating, or right at maybe it was just like right after. I was just like, oh man, Book's confidence right now is at an all time high. Damn, he shot his shot and he made it. <laughs> He's making it. He don't shoot to miss. <laughs> but all right, Akasha, I think before we end this pod, we, you got to give us your story about the time that you were thought to be a wag or mistaken for a wag. <laughs> um. Oh my God. So. This story was super bizarre. Just a little backstory. I was not planning on going to this game. It was just a super last-minute, spontaneous plan. And um, obviously, I was, like, super excited to go. It was OKC Nets um, in 2018. And it just happened to be that, like, I didn't have time to get ready to go to that game. I was literally, like, wearing, like, leggings and, like, a champion's hoodie. That That's me, okay? So just picture brown girl, going to Barclays, leggings, looking like a bum. So then I'm just waiting to get drinks. And then these two girls are right next to me. And these two girls are talking and like these girls are like dressed like impeccably. Like one of the girls is wearing like all off white. Her hair is done. Her makeup's done. Like she has, she's looking good. And even her friend, I'm like, wow, like you guys aren't messing around. Like you came to a basketball game to find a husband or something like you guys look good. And I'm just out here just bumming it. 
but um anyways like we're just like waiting for our drinks and like I'm going to pay and then basically the bartender was like oh like aren't you girls all together like you're all together no and like we're kind of looking at each other and they kind of smile at me and I'm just kind of like I smile back at them and I'm like still so confused and she's like oh like she paid for your drinks like you're all together and I was like oh I was like wait what I was like you think I'm with them like do you see them do you see me anyways I still didn't make the connection and then I walk back to my seats and she's like they're sitting two or like basically like right in front of me and they keep on cheering for OKC and I'm like who here is from Oakland who's voting who's cheering like for OKC like this is kind of weird and they don't have OKC jerseys on um and then I realized, I was like, oh my God, I think they're basketball wives. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, wait, this girl looks so familiar. Who is she? And she happens to be Paul George's now fiance and Patrick Patterson's wife. And I was like, wait, did the bartender just think I was a wag? Like she thought I was a part of their crew. It was just so, so crazy. And I was just like, oh my God, wait, I, I look that good. I did it. I think the bartender was just confused. And was just like trying to like not be awkward, but they seemed sweet. And I mean, it was such a good game. Like Paul George dropped like 20 points in like the last quarter. And um, I was like, oh, I wonder where they're going afterwards. They like went out, had a great time. And I could have been a part of it, but I just didn't address the part. You didn't want that life. Uh, yeah, I just, I was like, the bum life chose me and that's the life I'm gonna live. But like, these girls, they were wearing heels. I'm like, it's winter time, how are you wearing heels? But you gotta look the part. Like, these guys are doing the tunnel walks and so are their wives. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was like a cool story. I mean, I've had like a few other like NBA player run-ins, like nothing crazy. Like I saw Ray Allen once at like Atlantis in the Bahamas and like, dude, he just seemed like such a cool mellow guy, like just trying to like figure out where to go play golf. Um, I didn't get to talk to him. Cause I was like, wait. And then I was like, oh, oh then there's a, there's a time you like, you balled with Tobias, right? I didn't really ball with him. He kicked me off the basketball court. <laughs> <laughs> I was like dribbling the basketball and he was like, hey, I need to use this court. And I was like really confused and I knew that he would come to our gym to play basketball. This is because Tobias Harris is from Long Island. So, and I live there, so like it just made sense. And he was like not super nice about it, but I get it. Like he probably just like wanted to get a workout and he's like, great. There's like this one girl on the basketball court. Like what? So yeah, he kind of told me to get off. And I was like, okay, Tobias, do your thing. I'm going to go hit the weights. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck this season. And then I think my last basketball run-in was with Shaq. And um, it was at a hookah bar. <laughs> like, it was just so was random. Sha was Shaq there by himself or is there like a whole crew with him? Um, I think he was like... So he walked in afterwards and he like joined these people. And like everyone was... Like a bunch of girls were like going up to take pictures with him and stuff. So it was... It was interesting. I got some creepy vibes. I kind of didn't want to go up. I mean, I loved Shaq growing up. Like, I thought I was him. Like, I just thought, like, he was just, like, so dominant and so good. But, yeah, he just looked like he didn't want to be bothered. But then, like, all these people were um, taking photos with him and stuff. And 
everyone's like, I was with Anisha actually, one of her other friends, and she's like, go up, go up. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't know, his hand was kind of just like, just, I guess, what's the word? Just sitting on people's bums. And I was like, I don't think I'm comfortable with that. Like, he's a big guy, I get it. Like, you know, like, his butt's probably a lot higher than like our butts. Like, you know, <laughs> hand placement probably was off, but I don't know, it was just so interesting. But. Those are my little basketball stories. Nothing wild. Like if I saw LeBron, I think I'd probably like freak out. I like wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> I've always just wondered like how like you know we we see these players in, on like TV, you know we, they list their heights. It's like oh six 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 seven like so whatever. And it's like I just wonder like when you actually see them in person, like they must just seem like huge, especially a guy like to Shaq. Shaq. Well, I wasn't like, so I never stood up next to him, but Tobias Harris, and I'm 5'11 for reference, like I'm pretty tall. I felt so tiny next to Tobias Harris and also like their stature, like they're wide, they're super muscular. And I'm just like, wow, you must have to eat a lot to be that big. <laughs> but yeah, and, and also like he pulls up like in this R8 and I'm like, how does he fit? in this Audi R8, like it's so low to the ground, it's so compact, I'm like, you're such a big human being, like, yeah, it's crazy. But again, I think full circle, that's why all these clothes also look so good on them, because they're just, they're models and they're athletes, like, you know, they they don't even know they're modeling. That's true. I mean, they already take so, such good care of their bodies to, like, be an athlete, and it's like, yeah. all these clothes, like, fit them so well because of that. So, so well. But yeah, guys, that was, uh... That was like that was fun. Thanks for having me. Of course, I think like this is a pod that we just like wanted to change it up, you know, because just like talking about basketball and it's like obviously we enjoy like the analysis and like all the encore stuff, but I think this is a nice change. Like yeah, the NBA memes, NBA gossip, NBA fashion, like it's all part of the NBA as a whole, and this is just like such a great time talking about this. Um, yeah. Had a great time, and I think the one thing we know is like there's always going to be new content with the NBA, and we'll we'll always have like another pod with like we'll have like another Paul Pierce or like we'll see what the Paul Pierce video of the future is going to be. It's so crazy how we're. I mean, I guess they're kind of like celebrities, right? And I feel like celebrity culture is a little too big in America, but it's just fun to kind of like be a part of and stuff. Um, but it's really crazy. Like I sent you guys how from again that like the moi Instagram handle, like how someone saw Blake Griffin sitting on a bench. And it's like he's not even doing anything. He's sitting <laughs> on a bench and it was like with a girl. <laughs> and it's like the smallest things just turn into these big things. But it, it's fun. It's like just fun to like hear about and stuff and you know, sip some tea. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we will sign off on this pod. And then, like I said, this is just a great time. Till next time. Bye, everyone. Till next time. I want to give a shout out to our producer, Sandeep, a.k.a. Sandy. And to let all the listeners know to help us out and follow us on Instagram at BSJPod and on Twitter as well at BSJPod. You can also find all our episodes uploaded onto our website at www.bsjpod.com. Thank you.